Hey everyone, welcome back to this episode of The Sky Realm. We're super stoked to have you joining us. I'm Bodhi, you're an exceptional dungeon master. I'm joined by our exceptional cast of players. Um, last episode, our players began preparing for some celebrations after defeating Travis Darkheart, the entity that was destroying the Sacred Tree of Lacrima. Um, and then they were offered to join uh, a secretive faction known as the Water Runners. Um, the team deliberated and decided that yes, they shall be joining the Water Runners. So after that, they were set to put on a performance in the Cream of the Crop Brewery. And we hope you guys enjoy this episode. Quickly before we get into it, a couple of shout outs to our editing team, Becky and Ben. Shout out to our art team, Josh, Victor and Alex. And shout out to Underground Oracle Publishing um, for allowing us to use some of our, their content in our stream. So, if you're sitting comfortably, let's begin. It's just over there, actually. If you are, if you are, and he points to like an open area by the fire where they've actually like moved the. Uh, there was the chair that um, uh, Dolly Thatch was sat in, and, and uh, sorry, Myrtle Thatch was sat in, and, uh, and moves that out the way, and kind of the carpet has been pushed to one side, um, and the fire is kind of cracking. Oh, right, right over there, and uh, Elf oh, God, he's there. <laughs> Amazing. Ulfur goes, no, guys, go, go for it. Uh, feel, feel free to, uh, to, to indulge. Uh, I'll, I'll catch you all tomorrow and, and throughout the evening, uh, uh, but we'll, we'll make way on uh, at, at 11 tomorrow. Is that all right with everyone? Mm. Yes. Oh, that's all I'm saying. Yep. Amazing. Uh, no no yeah. problem. Well, awesome. Well, go. Adios. Go serenade us, guys. I, I look forward to hearing it. And he kind of like leans back in his chair and grabs his tank card and kind of smiles at you guys. Uh, at this moment, if I start standing back, I'm like, the only way we're going to join is if you partake as well. So I'm going to need you to have to be in this too. If you want us to really help, we need to, we're going to help each other. So you're going to be part of the show as well. Oh. 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 He looks at his tank card and it's like one quarter drunk. He picks it up. <laughs> Puts it down. Why not? When in lacrima, they say, you know. And uh, he uh, he gets up and uh, and kind of strides over with you guys. At this point, I want to quickly ask before we do get into any performance or anything like that: Is there anyone who is not wanting to participate in tonight's festivities, at least at the beginning? Is there anyone who's not wanting to? No. Everyone good. I think we opened up with everyone. Yeah, yeah. we're all. What a silly question. Don't want to cry. Don't want a gun total to like, no. On your job? Yeah. Evis won't be like partaking in alcohol, um, but but they will have a lot of tea. So, um, as you guys make your way over to the performance area and you guys are kind of getting ready, 
Um, typically when I get groups to perform, um, or, or groups in D&D are going to be performing, I typically like to ask the group what song you will be performing. Um, if you have a rendition of a, of a song that you'll be performing or anything like that that you may know. Um, and yeah, also I like to kind of ask what everyone's role in the, uh, in the performance is, just so I can understand what everyone is, is kind of doing. So. Um, feel free to let me know uh, if there's a song that you guys are singing and then or, or are performing and then what your guys' roles are within the, within the group. Ulfur is, uh, is going to do the old foot tap, click and hum. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. There you go. Geo is... Joe's going to vibe with that. As Geo's walking up, sort of following the crowd, just warming up his whistling and... Uh, not as a suggestion, but he's just whistling. Um, don't worry, be happy. Good one. Nice. Amazing. Can you, play, can you whistle it? <laughs> <laughs> Struggling. <laughs> I'm in like rope. Worry, be unhappy. The slightly <laughs> different ripoff. Exactly. Um, go for it, Arnar. What's uh, what, are you tambourining away? I, I think I think um, Arnar is going to go to and be like, "We seem to have an issue. This is not designed to fit my hand. I it is it's too small. I think it was designed for a child or perhaps a normal sized person. So it still I, makes noise though, because it's still now you know. Maybe if I if if I hold it on the side like this, like a small sandwich. Perhaps the percussive dampening might add a different mood to the music. I don't know. I like this. Oh, you do know. You do know. You know deep down inside, so you go with that. It's gonna sound amazing. Yes, you do. Intuitively. Just like you oh. do as you do with numbers, as you do with cases, I don't think you give yourself enough credit for what you may be feeling. And so I think if you just kind of dig into that as well, open up a whole nother ball game for you. So yeah, you know, you know this. Okay, yeah, RNR is just going, whatever song is going to be played, RNR is going to play some complex polyrhythm over it just because he's now thinking of it as math. Uh, <laughs> so it's now, it's now like some syncopated jazz shit. Uh, that might not might not line up with anything. I don't know. It depends on what this performance. Playing play some math rock now, so playing some yeah, get, get some cool up in here. There we go. Yeah, schism. <laughs> toes down, toes down, improvise. That's what he is at his creative. So dance, Gavin, dance. <laughs> Incredible, uh, Rom. What are what are you up to in this, in this performance? Um, I thought it was just the the band, the three, right? Or are we all there? Or with with the robot as well? If I, I'll do the robot. Amazing, <laughs> amazing, incredible. Uh, you get a little, you get, as the music starts, you see Rom just kind of with like his rock shifting in like trees kind of, moving, like, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Uh, doing one of those. Amazing. Uh, Blanca. Uh, also summon Rexy as well. There's like some nice fire. Like she's swimming around the crew or like the audience. And like it, pulling it, people into the music. Nice, yeah. amazing. Uh, Blanco, what are you doing for the performance? Well, Blanco has not howled in a long time, um, been in grief a long time. So, um, 
he is like feeling quite joyous this evening, and so he's going to be. <laughs> and the problem is, Blanco thinks he is Sergio Contreras, a very famous Spanish singer, but unfortunately, he's not. And so it's like a bit out of tune. <laughs> Amazing. And Evis, what are you doing? Kind of howl with that with this harmonica. It's gonna make a screech as well to kind of accompany that howl. Just feel that moment, like yes. Still, yeah. still finding the harmony in, 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 in here, regardless. Uh, Evis, what are you doing during this? Yeah. Um, honestly, I think Evis is. Um, Amber.exe has stopped working. Evis <laughs> um, pulls out their pan pipe, their pan flute, and is like working on creating like the high harmonies to to the song that's being whistled. Um, so you know, again, balance and everything. They they are here to compliment. So yes, yes, slam. Yes. Uh, <laughs> question for for Amber. As an air gymnast, did you think you could play multiple wind instruments? Whoa! At like the yeah. same time, like if you had two trumpets, you could be like as you pull the air in from behind you or something like that. And then one with your mouth, so three trumpets. Yeah, you. Well, I don't know how you would finger the third <laughs> trumpet, but I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Yes. So okay, yeah, I have two pan flutes. One, yeah, one for the high harmonies and one for the low harmonies so the soprano and the 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 bass harmonies there you go so yeah i didn't even think about that thank you mm -hmm. yeah that's super think super. about that thank you canon air can play two instruments locked and loaded i'm, I'm actually making a note of that um, cool amazing so now, um, now, as a group, do you do you have a collective song that you guys are performing? So I, I now know what you're all doing. Is, is there a song name? Is it one that you have told you've maybe written, or is it maybe a, a rendition oh, of Bohemian oh, Rhapsody? Toad. Are we just Toad is. It's all about. So we're jamming, like you know, it's all about you know that kind of Red Hot Chili Peppers kind of jam style, you know, or yeah. no, not the Red Hot Chili Peppers. What's the band we call in this world? The um, the Green Jalapenos. Um, so we're kind of, you know, <laughs> so we're just we're green, like green Im improv and vibing. Nice. I'm right. <laughs> oh, group of bards called the Green Jalapenos. Oh, incredible. That's 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 there now. Uh, incredible. So it's uh, you guys begin performing this amazing piece. And, uh, and what I would like is you guys to decide whether you all want to individually roll the performance check and we'll, 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 we'll take, we'll see if the group passes or whether you want one person to do it with advantage. It's up to you guys, I don't know. Like we should, oh, well, I don't mind. I think group is more fun. Yeah. Sure. yeah. 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 And, and, and I would say this, whoever looks the most uncomfortable, even if it's like a random like um, NPC or any person, because I still have one bargain inspiration, so I want to inspire one more person. So who's ever, if I see Emma looking like you know unsure, I'm doing bardic inspiration for them. Whoever, like, just seems like and that can be us or anyone in the crowd. Sweet. Awesome. Cool. Okay. Go yeah. for it. I mean, question for yeah. our wonderful DM Can this be an intelligence based check as I'm treating it as math? Oh, 
You know what? I love it. I love it. That's that's hilarious. Yes, please. That's so fun. All right. Cool. Because that otherwise would be a negative two. Yeah. Can I treat this as a dexterity based check? Because. Yeah. Yeah. So dexterity check. Yeah. One hundred. Okay. Great. Amazing. So we've got one nat twenty, by the way, already. Two nat twenty already, by the way. So twenty one. Oh my gosh. Twenty one. Oh my god. So that's three. It's 20s. a twenty one for me. Oh, yeah. It's a twenty one for me. That's <laughs> nice. Four twenties. Nice. I get one, which is uh, pretty much in tune with how I howl. <laughs> <laughs> you got one dog ear. You got yeah. one dog ear. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you guys begin playing this song and. At the beginning, though you guys don't know each other, like Olfer said, there is this synchronicity, this uh, this bond, this universal something that is pulling you all together. And through that, you all start doing your individual things. But within a bar or two, suddenly we're into a beautiful song. And it begins going, and you're passing the solo over to Geo, and then passing it over to RR, and passing it to Rob, and everyone is kind of getting their moment, and people are supporting each other. You have the whole island's folk have come out to the cream of the crop, and these lot are partying like they haven't partied in years. There is alcohol flying everywhere from tankards as they're being danced around. Uh, you have, you know, people doing traditional dwarven, uh, dwarven foot stomping. You have, you know, all kinds of different dances going on, and it's absolutely just riotous here in the Cream Liqueur Brewery. Um, and quickly, before we flash forward uh, an hour or two, um, can you all please make a Constitution check for me? And I will say this why not one like you guys have carried Toad because like sometimes every form we have a bad night and so Toad's kind of I've been struggling with it but he's been you guys have been carrying me like you know I'm kind of picking the melody again like after losing a couple times you guys have been pulling back into it pulling back in the pocket so Amazing. yeah Amazing. is this to do with poison or disease uh, no this is this is uh, for for those of you drinking um, it's to do with drunkenness and for those of you not drinking it's to do with just tiredness okay. yeah just being tired. okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I rolled an eight. Cool. Awesome. I rolled a five. It's not a save, is it? It's just a check. Yeah, just a check. R&R? Nineteen. Nineteen? Hell yeah. Seventeen. Three. 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 Okay. You start too early. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I, I, I am still hungover from before because that that health potion. So, but I'm still going to keep going. Well, I'm like, even when I passed out, like, I'm still going to keep going. So, amazing. (laughs) Like, you're breathing into your uh, your things. Mm. Mm. Amazing. Cool. So, the next scene. Amazing, the 17th, thanks. So the next scene that we cut to is an hour or two later. Um, the music has kind of dissipated to, so, you know, a couple of locals are kind of playing some bits now. And what we find is we find most of the locals gathered around uh, a table that has been moved into the center of the room. At that table um, is sat um, anyone who would like to partake in the the game known as Fool's Paradise, uh, a similar thing to poker in the Skyrim. So uh, if you believe you would have been partaking in that, then uh, then you are at that table and, uh, and you are currently um, sat looking 
sharing glances with uh, and sat at the table as well is Ulfur. Um, he's, he's there and you also have uh, Rayward is at the table uh, and you have uh, Marcelo, uh, the butcher, is at the table as well with, uh, with you guys. Um, cool. So as looks are being glanced, you see Thatch draws a first card and begins placing them in front of you guys. Cool. So can everyone please roll a d20 in secret, if possible, please, oh, so wow. that no one else can see your roll? Yes. May I attempt to count cards? <laughs> you 100% can do. Yes, can please. I, if we're going down that route, can Reshi still look at cards? Sure. <laughs> sure. Of course. Yeah, yeah. That, that is quickly. We'll, 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 we'll make we'll make sleight of hand checks for it. We'll make go, go, we'll make go. stealth or sleight of hand checks for it. All right. Yeah. With with with, uh, with everyone doing their own thing. Um, Jiro rolled a seven for Constitution, so he's getting he's getting a little bit inebriated quicker than than everyone else. Um, so, so do not tell anyone the D twenty result by the way that you have all, all rolled. Yeah, but he has dropped his cards on the ground, and everyone can obviously see what he has. But he doesn't really care. He sort of picks them up again and he's holding them, but one of them's facing the other way, and he turns it back this way, um, and he's pushing his his glasses up a little bit and trying to focus in. Um, not used to being this merry and, and slightly inebriated. Uh, as you guys sit there and you're all sharing glances uh, of strategy being had, um, Thatch stands over us. Right? So, uh, bets now. And Ulfur uh, and leans in, places an arm on the table and goes, I bet one gold piece and slides it into the center. Who's next? Geo says, uh, well, we've been betting gold and silver and copper for a while and it doesn't seem like it really is something that's that important to some of, some of us. Why don't, we, why don't we bet things that are important to us? Oh, all for puts his finger back on his gold coin, pulls it back and goes, now I like that. He pulls from his wrist a silver bracelet that he undoes and places it in the center. He goes, my father's bracelet. Over to you, Gio. What do you bet? Do you call or do you raise? I, I was just going to put my slipper in because I, I didn't know we were... I, 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 I... <laughs> he puts the slipper back on and he looks on the table and he's feeling some peer pressure and he reaches into a shell and he pulls out a ring and it's a signet ring and it's um, got the emblem of the Mitsuhira on it and uh, he's just looking around seeing that gold bracelet and he almost puts the ring in and then pulls it back and takes off one of his two watches identically synchronized at the same time <laughs> And puts one of his watches in, and put, and holds the ring in his hand. I, I'm going to put in my insurance watch. It's not my primary watch, but it is my insurance watch. Oh, and it is important to me because if you don't know what time it is, then you can always have insurance to know what time it is. Oh, worthy bet! I would say that's a call. What about uh, you, Mr. R and R? I assume you fooled by the look on your face. 
you presume things that are beyond your understanding, Oliver. And I slide in my primary pen. And then I whip out a second pen and put it right next to my notebook on the table. <laughs> it's slightly less cool. <laughs> uh, well, well. Anyone else got a razor full before we move on? Uh, can I get, like, a hint from Rashi to tell me if I should raise a bolt? Um, it, so, um, your aim is to get the highest number possible on the cards. Um, so if you want to have a peek at some other people's cards, yeah, you can send Rashi around. Yeah. Do you want to do well, a stealth I check? I assume she'd already be around, like, cool. Cool. Oh, yeah. Cool. Make a, make a perception check with Rashi, then. Using Rashi's aim. Oh, shit. Three. Uh, plus two, so five. <laughs> uh, with a five, Rushy's kind of enjoying herself. She's like, calm down. She's just loving it, just whipping around, just, you know, enjoying the vibe. Hasn't been around this many people for a really long time, so it's just really happy to be around people at this point. Um, sweet, I'll, I'll, I'll raise them. I'll put my mask in, and I'll put that next to everything. Oh, goodness. Yeah. What a pot. <laughs> yeah, and you see Marcelo go, I'm out, I'm out. And he, uh, he kind of <laughs> leans back in his chair and pushes the cards into the center. He goes, too much, too much. I, I, no, I'm out. Um, you see Ray Wood. Oh, wow. If it's important things, we're betting. Okay, then. He begins undoing his belt and pulls his belt from his waist as it's the only thing that's on him. And he places it on the table. Well, oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my one and only belt, and I've had it since I was a wee lad. There you go, I'm in. Um, and Blanco, anything for you or Evis? Blanco at that point like folds mm. because the only two important things that they have is their rapier, which they will never ever part with, and the new um, ring around their neck. And then he's in a Yo no puedo, I'm, I'm not doing this. Uh, I am sorry, I cause never been my thing. I do not understand. And uh, you know, I think I'm, I'm going to take my leave from the table at the moment. I, I, I feel like uh, this would be a very big losing game for me. And, and I, I don't like my uh, odds. Ray, Ray Word kind of looks at you and goes, okay, you're out, we get it. And then Thatch, go, uh, Thatch looks over to Evis and is like, a, for yourself? I'm, I'm not a betting Genasi, but I don't want my, I don't want Geo to lose something that's very important to him. So I put down my prayer wheel to Alia and like place it in the middle and like push it in and then give Geo back the trinkets he put in. Oh, beautiful. What, what, what does that mean, Evis? Like Alia's within me no matter what. I don't need, I don't need anything physical tying me to this world to represent my devotion to her. Whoa. But this is very important to you. 
but I want to be part of the group too. I, I, I do want. To, I, okay. If you're okay, I, I just. I, I don't. I got another watch. I'm sorry for presuming. It's okay, but I. Are you sure you want to put that in? Because that, that. That that's important too. I'm sure. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not playing. But this ups the stakes for y'all a little bit. So Geo takes a moment, just looks at Rayward, and says, "We're both in without us without a stutter." Oh, beautiful. Rayward's like, "Wow, it's got a taste in this. Interesting." And he looks around, and you can see him squinting. He's like, "A lot of bluffing faces here, I think." And uh, with that, Thatch is going to deal out the next set of cards. So can you each roll a D8? But not in secret. I would oh, like yeah, everyone yeah. to reveal their D8 rolls. Well, this is going on. Toad is still on stage, just like laying, like just laying down on stage, playing himself like he's like a bagpipe, just so, like taking lots of air and just like blowing out just like one constant kind of note <laughs> through the harmonica, just still trying to keep the music going. Like just a, he's a he's a jazz musician. He's out there just sweating, just yeah. As you say, and you're all you're feeling the waves from the cider. You're you're feeling those waves a little bit. They're they're, they're you're feeling that tipsy kind of like buzz. So you're yeah. just in that like perfect flow cool. state, you know. Yeah, I mean he's he's laying down. He's just prostrate. He's tired, so he's just laying down, still playing. <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> uh, cool. So can everyone reveal their DA? I'll start. Um, Rayward got a one. Oh. Ooh, I got a, a six. Rom got a six. Uh, I got a four. I also got a four. Geo rolled an eight. Oh! Oh, oh shit. Uh, Rayward goes, he looks at the card. Very interesting. And with that, you see him reach down and he pulls off one of his sandals. He goes, my only pair of shoes. And places one of his sandals in the middle and goes, I raise you. And uh, and takes a second to uh, to wait to see who's uh, who's gonna call, uh, raise or uh, or fold. Uh, Arnar is taking notes on everyone. Is just looking over at people, just like <laughs> writing things down in his notebook. Like interesting. Yes. Um, Shifting eyes. Mm. Arnar, with uh, what did you roll for? Can you roll a sleight of hand check for me? Oh, for your, yeah, yeah, yeah. For, uh, oh, actually, no. Roll an intelligent check for counting cards for. Me. That's what I like to hear. Uh, proficient or no? Uh, yeah, proficient. Yeah, definitely. You've played cards at oh. university. No, oh, not very not. well. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you'd like to give me an advantage that is a nat one. Oh, it's all good. For uh, you, you, you got a little bit lost in all the in the putting things in there in it for a moment, and you lost the count for just a half a second. Um, but but you're, you're you're back to it. You, you, you think you've got it back. At this point, Blanco gets up from the table and is like, I will see you at the, the next game, my amigos. I'm just going to go and check on, on Toad. He, he's playing something, and I think I might just want to howl along for a little bit. So, uh, <laughs> And uh, um, Blanco gets up and goes over to Toad and is like, uh, Mi amigo, keep that going. That gives Toad new life. That gives Toad new life. Like he gets back up again, off the ground, laid down, starts playing again. He's like, "Yes, that is, that is beautiful." Yes, imagine that note for note. So, yeah, awesome. 
incredible. Um, cool. Uh, Ray Ward's still leaning in, looking at all of you. Olafur kind of takes a second, <clears throat> coughs and goes, oh, I'm out, and, uh, and pushes his cards into the center. Geo um, looks at Rayward's card and sees that it's the lowest card he could possibly have and is confused and just asks him, just, just, just to be clear, uh, we're going high card, not low card. Oh, you know the game. 34 beats everything, 3 beats everything else, and then highest from there wins. You know how it is, my boy. You know how it is. I, I, I do. I, I, I've played this once or twice with my family before. Um, and he starts unstrapping his second watch and um, looks at his cards again. Looks at Abbas. Winks at Abbas. And puts the watch in. That's what it is. Ah, ah, ah. I call you. You hear an audible gasp from the audience surrounding the <gasps> table <gasps> as everyone watches the, uh, the young turtle slide his watch into the center. Second watch. Second watch. <laughs> um, I'm running out of things to put in. I've got long packs light, I guess. Uh, I've got a stone axe. i put that on the table. With a thud. <laughs> stone axe on the center of the table. It shakes all, uh, all of the items that are already there, kind of like jump off the table for a quick second and then rest again. And, uh, Mr. Arno? May I make an insight check on yes. people? Uh, especially, um, our turtle friend. Can I look at Oh my uh, god. Geo's wow. These I, am, I am rolling <laughs> abysmally. Uh, that is an eight. Uh, R&R, unsure of himself, is just going to, uh, very loudly close his notebook. Uh, it slides the cards and says, It appears you've taken my best pen. Ooh. Raywood leans in and goes, Wow, I look forward to writing with it. Thank you, buddy. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, um, and kind of looks around the group and goes, Right. Last round it is then. Um, and thatch, football, 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 football. Cards down on the table. Those of you who are still in, can you roll a secret D6, please? A secret D6. Hot dog. Amazing. So, Raywood <coughs> leans in and goes, Oh, I'm in. I'm in all the way. And uh, and he uh, he confirms that he is locking himself in for this final round. You guys don't need to make bets for this final round. You just need to confirm whether you're locking in or whether you're folding, basically, for this final so round. So 16 on perception. See uh, Geo's cards. See Geo's cards. Yeah. On a 16, um, Reshi's kind of floats past him, like sees them for a second. And you kind of feel that mental connection for a second. Little, little like spark there for a second, and uh, um, one second, one sec. Let me run round. Ooh, <laughs> first one of the campaign. Yeah. Let me run over. One second. 
Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Okay. Cool. Um, and we're back in. So, uh, Rayward looks around the circle, and Oliver goes, "God, the old man is incredible." <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Rom is locked in. That's wonderful. What about you, Mister Geo? Yeah. And he looks at Rayward and he says, do, 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 do you know we met Agnes today, Rayward? And he's just looking at him to see if there's any tales from that bit of information. Uh, you can make you can make an insight check with advantage because that was sneaky as fuck. Um, yeah. and, uh, we'll make and, a detective out of you yet. God damn, <laughs> man. Spaker's daughter. And uh, and Rayward, fourteen. Fourteen, amazing shit. With the fourteen, you see Rayward's eye and lip. <laughs> you see his eyebrow and his lip twitch for a quick second. <laughs> You're like, Agnes, yeah, yeah, did you? And uh, how, how did that go? Well, she, 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 she was really, really nice, wasn't she, Abbas? And uh, the one oh, thing she... Oh, we can't hear you. She was, she was wonderful, beautiful, kind. She really was, and, and the one thing that sticks with me is that she's a spitting image of you and um, she said she's really really nice and just all about the pureness of the island so I'm just looking at you to see how you're feeling about your cards right now Mr. Rayward oh, um, oh, I mean I'm a- I'm a little bit confused about what I was just asking. Uh, <laughs> I, wait, I, I feel good. Um, my my daughter, she she is wonderful, and a spitting image of me. And you call her beautiful. Are you saying I'm pretty as well? Like I feel like that was a compliment hidden somewhere under there. Or I'm not. I, I'm I'm just going off of what I'm hearing here. But I feel good about my cards. Does that answer your question? I think it exactly answers my question, Mr. Rayward. I'm in. Amazing. Cool. So, for those of you that are left in, um, you reveal your cards to the table and to the room, um, and you add up the the numbers for a total. The total um, then depicts um, who is the winner. So I can let you know that Rayward places his cards into the center, and he has a 18. Ooh. Yeah, you got a yeah. What did you get on your... Four, that's secret though, and then... Four, and then what did you get on your first D20? Okay. So, uh, Rayward puts his cards in the center, and it is an 18, and he goes, Ah, not a bad hand. Um... Geo looks to Evis, and, uh, we, we didn't actually get... Are Evis and I playing together now, the same hand, or how are we doing this? I, I, I'm, I, 
Go on, go, go, go. I wasn't playing, I wasn't officially playing cards. I was just putting my stuff in there to like up right. the ante a little bit. Gotcha, gotcha, okay. So, um, Geo looks to Evis and says, well, I'm pretty sure we got Rayward. Uh, I haven't really studied R and R yet, but we, we, we've got twenty-seven. Rayward guard. Ooh. <laughs> ooh, the group. Oh, audibly. Ooh, ah, your group's been like, oh, Rayward's gonna be talking about this for a while. Um, and people are kind of like, you know, you hear some murmuring in the crowd around the table, and then all eyes turn to Rom as they wait for the final set of cards to be placed in the center. And I like, it's like, uh, I go like, uh, my color changes again for like a somber orange. Um, it's like flickering as I like push in my cards and I like, I pause, turn them over. 30, baby. Oh, the crowd goes, whoa! Oh. Crowd cheers, <laughs> and while everyone's cheering, you see Rom. You stand up and go for it, Geo. You're like, oh, everyone just kind of in uh, in surprise at this moment as we freeze frame and cut forward another couple of hours. Can everyone please make a Constitution check for me? Oh no! Oh, oh, okay, that's not that's not bad. All right. Seven, just a save or just a check, right? Or just a check, just a check. Oh, a check. I mean, okay. seventeen. Yeah, my nineteen. Blanco's given Toad new life. Seventeen. So you play it. Awesome, awesome. Cool. Four. <laughs> Geo, Geo, feeling a little bit deflated after that last game. <laughs> thinking, thinking you were so close, and and you, you guys noticed for the rest of the night, Ray Word's like sack is very baggy, and he kind of like has a little bit more of one of these as he's missing a sandal, um, as he's as he's kind of uh, walking around. Um, but we cut back to uh, the group. Now, um, this is a game for one person um, with the group spectating. So, um, who would you like to be your champion, guys? Uh, I, not me, not me. Yeah. Uh, Wait, I, what's, the, what's the basis of the game? The basis of the game is Dwarven Roulette. It is a drinking game involving selecting the correct pint to drink from. Like, because of my sense of smell, am I able to sort of feel like I could... Smelling is cheating. You Ooh. must have your nose blocked by some cotton buds as part of the game. That is part of the game. Can, can, Toad, can Toad sort of put some of it on his skin without drinking? Yeah, that's, how the, that's, that's kind of how Toad let's drinks. Go. Oh, yeah, Toad. Toad, let's, let's go. All the way. Toad all the way. We yes, all sorry. start cheering. Throw me off the rhythm. Whoa, whoa, what's going on? You're throwing me off the throwing off my rhythm here. What is what is going on? And you see Cecil is sat at the table um, with the group behind him and he's like Good old dwarven whiskey. Uh, good old dwarven roulette. Come on, come take a seat, Toad. Uh, my friend, I'm 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 exact Kenji! Bring the tank cards! And you see the uh, young half-elf lad, uh, who is his uh, apprentice, runs in with a, with a bunch of tank cards that are filled, and he places them on the table. You can see that there are six tank cards. And as he places them down, you see Cecil begin laughing. <laughs> so, Dwarven Roulette. 
five are alcohol, one is piss. We drink until we find the piss. <laughs> are you ready? <laughs> well, we got Toad to do this. Are you ready, Mr. Toad? I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm drinking worse things, so. <laughs> Amazing. He, uh, he quickly grabs uh, some cotton pieces and slides them across the table. He goes for the nose and places them in. He then goes, now the ceremonial closing of the eyes. Will you please? And uh, he places his hands over his eyes and, uh, and asks Toad to do the same. Do Toads have noses? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Hold wait a second. That is a good question. <laughs> a picture of Toad. Let me see something I mean. Do Toads have noses? Yeah. Do. They, they have little nostrils. They got yeah, little they guys. Little, they got little guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They got tiny little, tiny little guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. They do. But it's using the openings of the roof of the of their mouth, so it's using more like the mouth to more to to, okay. to smell. Yeah. So. Call in the mouth then. Oh. <laughs> in this drawing of Toad, he clearly has tiny nostrils. Yeah. <laughs> And you know him better than anybody. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> a quick muscle uh, check. So, as uh, as Toad and uh, and Cecil cover their uh, their eyes, Toad, if uh, if you would like to cheat, this is your opportunity. If you don't wish to cheat, you may you may uh, you may keep your eyes closed, sealed uh, with uh, with um, honor. <laughs> I keep him. I think he's. I think Toad will keep him. He's still kind of confused what's going on, so just keep him close. He's like, okay. He's Amazing. going with it, so yeah, he'll close. When that happens, uh, and they both close their eyes, uh, Cecil goes, Kenji, shuffle him! And you see the young half-elf begin mixing the mugs around and switching them and crossing them, and uh, and eventually you have them laid out um, on the table uh, in front of both of you, between both of you. Yes, Ron? Whose piss is it? That's that a good question. That is a great question, uh, my Warforged friend. Uh, and Cecil proudly places his hands on his hips and goes, that would be my piss. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just, just question, back. Yeah. Not, not a problem. Just, uh, <laughs> hey, it's now out there. It's, it's out there for everyone. So, you know, it's there. You have a heavy bite of asparagus. <laughs> uh, as it so happens, I've been eating a lot of leeks recently. It's Ooh. kind of been my thing, but... but it's only because that's all we've really been able to grow in, 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 in the drought times recently, so That has to be on a t-shirt. <laughs> has to be on a t-shirt. Um, and, uh, and with that, um, one second, I'm just gonna roll my d6. Okay. And, uh, and he's going to go, you may choose first, my toad friend. Would you like mug one, two, three, four, five, or six? Three. Three is a magic number. Three. Three, the magic number. Uh, as you uh, as you kind of reach across, how are you drinking? How are you testing can, this? Can we can we open our eyes now? So toast still just like yeah. eyes closed. Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yes, you can open your eyes. Yes, sorry. My apologies. Yes, yes. sorry. Uh, yes, you, you can open your eyes and, and take the tank card and, and have a sip or consume can how I, you how you do. Can I open up the top? Like, is it, so it's a tanker, so it's like, is it a, a can I fit inside, I guess is the better question. Uh, they're big enough that you could probably, like, dip your butt in, I guess. You probably would get stuck at about, yeah. like, hip height, you know? I mean, as long as, like, the legs can, I can, I can, I can still drink technically, because, like, we didn't say, yeah, so I'm gonna, I'll just plop in. <laughs> <laughs> as you submerge 
in the yellow liquid in front of you. You feel it seeping in to your pores and it begins fermenting in. It's alcohol, you're totally fine. As, uh, as you find out that it's alcohol, uh, what, what do you say to the group as everyone is waiting in anticipation to hear what it is? It's a step above piss, but just, just a little bit. <laughs> everyone. The group cheers uh, and celebrates and then turns to Cecil. Cecil. <sighs> well, usually. Oh, well, okay, here we go. Um, and he reaches out. He hovers over number four for a second before quickly switching to number one and grabbing it. He lifts while maintaining eye contact with you, Toad. Ah! Alcohol! And he slams it back down on the table. That's one! Back to you, Mr. Toad. And everyone cheers again and a little bit of, uh, a little bit of noise goes around. Right, which one? Arno, give me a number. Three. Already did three. Wait, that has to be a different number. I'm sorry, I'm paying attention to something else. Seven. It has to. I don't. I don't think there is. I don't. Think there's. <laughs> ah. Clearly, you should choose five. Well, well, can I? Well, can I? Can I make a perception check to kind of? You please do. Uh, perception or investigation, whichever you prefer. Oh, and you're looking at you it. You know I'm gonna do that investigation. And so it's gonna, so it's gonna like fall out of it. He's gonna try to squeeze out because he's so a little bigger, you know, a little bit of. He's not the not the skinniest toad. So we're gonna just kind of plop out of it. Okay. Um, sorry about that. There's a may of yeah. That, you still have that inspiration. That's right. Don't worry about it. I'll, I'll clean that later. Don't worry. Uh, yes, you do. You do from last I mean, you do you do from the last session from the uh, from the uh, the hanging off the edge feet dangling scene. Oh, I meant I meant bardic inspiration, but you know what? Oh. This is I want to help my friend. Um, you might. Did you not, ever use the bardic inspiration before? Because I know I gave it to you a while ago. It lasts ten minutes. It would be oh, long true. gone by now. Uh, but if you still have one in the chamber, uh, if you want to like. Help yourself not take a bath and piss. I mean, that's your call. Hey, I'm from the where I'm from. Like, piss ain't nothing. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. You know what? I'll use my inspiration for this. I mean, come on. Uh. So what is it? Advantage or is it what kind of dice? Is uh, your inspiration? Uh, inspiration uh, is typically a D8 flat, unless I bump it up to other things. Because I, I sometimes, if it's a super badass scene, I'll bump it up to to higher things. So D8. Okay, so that was a 13 plus 6, 19. 19. With a 19, you look at those mugs. And as Toad begins going towards number 5, you're looking at number 5. And then you look at number 4. And you look back at number 5. And there is a difference. Though it is the most minute difference, you can see that number 4 and then as you look down the line to number two, both of them have the smallest amount of bubbles rising to the surface. You number can see two. that number five is completely flat. Number two, Toad, for us two best friends. I would do three for Geo, but you already selected. 
agree. Gotcha. Number two it is, do I? And seven is right out, as there are not seven drinks, yes. I'm sorry, I've been a little distracted. But two would be your best course of action. I think. Sounds good to me. So we're gonna fly, hover over it, and just kinda plop us the right in. Slowly, making eye contact. Just slowly. Slowly <laughs> <laughs> go down. <laughs> Amazing. As you lower yourself in, instantly as your toes hit, you can feel that same taste that you felt a second ago. Boom! Alcohol, baby! You're all good! I mean, I make a face like, 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 to like tongue about like it's nasty, like tongue's like out, like I just died. Like, just kidding. <laughs> oh! It's... Everyone's like, oh! Starts cheering again. Uh, and he looks for a second. He looks back at the last two options and inhales deeply. You can see as he reaches forward, his dwarven hand shaking a little bit as he grasps number five in his hand and begins raising it to his lips. As he does, he drinks and instantly spits out. The group cheer and start laughing and cheering. Yay! We are gonna freeze frame again from that moment. And can we make our final constitution check, please? Okay. Yeah. Oh, Do something? Or, uh, yes, please. Yeah. Yes, please. Uh, may I speak to oh. Oliver at during the night? Yes, of course. Okay. It's 11 Excellent. on my on my con. Cool. 11 on your con. Cool. That's a, That's an 8 on my con. Amazing. 17. 17. Uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20. Arnor? 13. 13. Still roll low with a six. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. <laughs> As we cut to a couple hours later, so who uh, who got above a uh, a twelve? Sorry, um, I know there was a dirty twenty and there was a sixteen as well. Seventeen. Seventeen, and a, and a thirteen. Amazing. Cool. Um, Evis, what was yours? Again? And eight. Mate, awesome. Okay, cool. So um, Blanco, Rom, and Arnar. Um, as the night kind of came to a close and everyone began making their way back to, uh, you know, Crema East, where uh, all the residents live, um, and, you know, everyone was kind of staggering across the lawn, a couple people, you know, tripping up, stopping to take a drink out of the well, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, classic drunken behavior going on. Um, the rest of the group kind of uh, has begun, like, kind of petering off as well, you know, toads, uh, you know. Uh, musically snoring over in the corner on one of the chairs. Yes. Uh, you know, Evis has uh, has gone up and, and claimed one of the bunks um, upstairs for themselves. Um, Geo, you what, what did you roll, Geo? Uh, six. Six. Oh, uh, Geo. Geo is legitimately just shelled up, like in the center of the floor. Has just like in the center of the the, the bar floor is just like inward shell and just. Uh, just out. No, no parts of him are sticking out. Can I be on my back? Yeah, you're on your back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. On your back. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and uh, and you three, Blanco, Rom, and Arnar, are kind of the last ones there. And and uh, Thatch has basically said, to "You guys, you know, when you guys are ready, you know, head up to bed. You know, I'm gonna basically like lock in. You know, I'm gonna lock the, the pub up. And you know, when you guys are ready, feel free to make your way up. And but you're welcome to chill uh, down here. And you guys find the three of yourselves sat. Um, with snores and various noises coming from sleeping people around the tavern. 
Yes, Ulfur. Uh, is Ulfur is Ulfur still awake? Uh, great question. Um, Ulfur is indeed awake. You can see that uh, he is. Uh, <laughs> though you can see, uh, you you guys are kind of sat and you guys are kind of looking around. You see him kind of lift himself out between two chairs and he's like, ah, oh god, I definitely was out of it for a little bit there. What? Oh, what happened? What time is it? Oh, hey guys. Uh, he kind of makes his way over to you um, and kind of sits next to you guys as well. Hello. I have a question. This is approximately um, 1.13. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yeah. Oh, very precise. Are uh, you, you looking at my watches? Mm-hmm. No? Fair enough. Yes. I, I don't have a mental clock. I just, I'm perceptive. Okay. I totally thought you were a mental clock. Anyway, I'm um, referencing the uh, the so uh, in, in our in our little section there, Rom uh, basically said that they uh, hung a bunch of all, all the winnings on on their antlers at the moment. So yeah, out of their head. Yeah, sorry. Um, but yeah, uh, two questions, I guess. One uh, is Ganjika legal here, and two, you still have it on you, Toad. Is Toad even here? Toad's not here. Oh, Toad is. Toad is destroyed. Is he in the room? Yeah. No, I might go pick, pick, pick a pocket in. It's gonna be sticky, because it, oh. it was on me. I mean, do I have enough, like, it's gonna be... <laughs> 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 it was so long, it's gonna be... You can take it. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, sorry, what, what what was your... the question? Oh, legal. Um, Ganjika. Yeah. And he kind of takes a second, and as you see him kind of think... You know, have you ever seen, like, a, a drunk person when they're, like, sat and they're kind of thinking, and they kind of do that, like, wobble a little bit, like, they're like, oh, oh. Oh, and he, he kind of then leans in again and goes, Wait, what was the question you asked me again? <laughs> Is Ganjika legal? Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know about here, but uh, but in the People's Republic, no. If you get caught smoking, that's over here. You're in trouble. No. Fair enough. I don't really want to go pickpocket my new friend of his drugs. So uh, I feel like that'd be pretty bad, but I'll save it for another day. If, if he ask, I mean, if, if you want to ask, because Toad would definitely, like, yeah, so. Yeah, uh, I mean, if you're fancying the smoke, all for real, I'm happy to uh, help with the, the, the smoking of whatever you're smoking. I can see that. Um, yeah, I'm so down. Charlie's caring, right? Um, yeah, I snap off a little antler and, like, poke Toad. Like, <laughs> point him up. You heard like you heard loud like a squawk from the harmonica. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Yeah. Yes. I saw you were just like stirring, and so I was just like, uh, "Do you want to go for a smoke?" Olfer staggers over and puts his arm around. He's like, "Hey, buddy, you are here for smoking?" <laughs> yeah. Oh, the uh, the Andrika kind of pats pats himself down, like just peels it off. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, sure. You know, I'll give this to you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to sleep. I'm, you, I'm a little exhausted. Here we go. Thank you. I appreciate that. Cheers. Um, do you have a pipe? Maybe a left lung to smoke it. Offer reaches into his coat and pulls out a pipe. He's like, ah, <laughs> go back to sleep. Better than coach. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and so I, like, I, well, yeah, just green, I can't even smile, um, as I, like, turn to Ulfa, and then to Arna, and, like, jostle the bag. Before you go, Toad's gonna be like, um, hey, I, I really appreciate how you, um, again, how you 
go for the environment and the, and the creature's like, that's... Yeah, he kind of does a little toad hiccup. That means a, uh, means a lot to me. Um, so, just, yeah, just thinking I appreciate that. I mean, that's my duty, but you sleep well. And I, like, ruffle your scales? Yeah. <laughs> 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 but, like, thanks, thanks, but, but no. But, but thank you, but... Yeah. Cool. <laughs> we'll just pound it. Pound it, yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, look at him. We'll tuck it out. And I like... <laughs> Uh, I, as as you kind of say, Ulfur kind of steps back and bumps into Arnor and is like, "Oh, hey, buddy!" Oh, he's like, "Oh," and he places a hand like on your like uh, on the lapel of your jacket and kind of grabs it for a second. He's like, "Ah, oh, yeah, okay." Oh, uh, you, you said you, you did you did you want to talk to me or something? I thought I heard you say my name. Did you say my name? I did, but it appears you are not entirely cognizant at the moment. Oh yeah, shoot away. <laughs> I'd prefer this be in private. Oh, ah. Uh, he kind of looks around and he goes, Okay, uh, Rom, I'll be, I'll be there. You go outside, I'll meet you outside. I'll be there. I'll sit next to Blanco. I guess you guys go up somewhere. Okay, let's, let, let's go. Well, and he kind of staggers over and then like flumps himself down in the booth and he's like, What's up? And Sato kind of flies over and lands uh, lands on uh, his shoulder and the dragon. Uh, seems a lot more awake than usual. It's uh, not flumped, you know, asleep or drunk. It seems a lot more awake and uh, it's kind of like watching you and like almost like it's uh, like like the, the dragon is listening to you. Then R and R will pick up on that and kind of direct his question more at the dragon then uh, and say, as the leader of an extremely illegal revolutionary organization, I'm sure you understand the necessity for transparency. What organizations fund you? He for a second is like, yeah. and then looks at Sato, and you see this moment where he kind of like looks and opens an eye as if like they're connecting telepathically or in some way, and uh, and then he kind of goes, okay, I'll be honest with you. We do have a little bit of help from The Dawn. The, the, the Dawn helps us out, but he's he's a great guy. He's a really good guy once you get to know him. Like, trust me, you when you come back to the People's Republic, I'll introduce you sometime. The Dawn is... Hmm, uh, Leo Leo's always the best. You, you, uh, you may seem scary, but he's, he's the best. That guy. Whew. You're funded by a crime organization? Uh, that's, uh, that's, uh, well, I mean... They do, they do their bits, you know, le- right, let me, he's, he's kind of like trying to kind of steady himself a little bit and he's like, so they just, we, we help them with any problems in terms of like, you know, if guards are not letting them get the water and stuff, like they, it's at the bathhouse and they need water, so we, we help with that sometimes and in return, you know, a bit of money, you know, it means we can do more. It's, you know, little, little tip for tack kind of thing. We're lesser evil, I guess, you know? Oliver, you do understand that crime organizations are inherently opportunistic. And in terms of the Don, there is something that is going to be a bit more than just tit for tat. 
Despite the fact that you are both on the same side of the law, namely outlaws, this does not mean you share common goals. That's a good point. But, yeah. but, let me just say now, you're real convincing tonight. I don't know how you, the greatest detective, uh, get out of me. But, as, you know, Don's, you know, he, he presents one way, he's another way to other people, you know. I, I've known him since her. Uh, since the first rebellion, you know, and kind of, you know, takes a little bit of a stagger. Like he's, he's, he's been around, you know. His daddy was doing the stuff with us, you know, ages ago. His daddy was, you know, so it's all good, you know. You know, I know. You know. Wait, what do I know? We need to tread lightly. I don't know what you know. Only you know what you know. Ah, it cannot be in your mind. Yeah, man, like, yeah. I feel that. And he kind of takes a second and he's like, I'll tread lightly, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna go to bed, man. I'm, I'm exhausted. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get out of here. And he pats you on the shoulder. And as he does, he stops for a second and looks you in the eye and goes, It's okay. And then kind of staggers away and, uh, and begins making his way towards the, uh, the bunks. And, uh, and 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 heading upstairs. At this point, he looks to to Rom and, and says, uh, "My friend, this is, has been a fantastic evening. I have found my voice again. I I think that uh, my my howling is is second to none. It, it's it's I, I, I yeah. I, you know I, I maybe maybe just maybe R and R and Toad." And Geo might consider me into the, 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 the green. Yeah, the green I could be the lead singer of the. You know, it feels like they are lacking in this area. Well, and, definitely the howling. Yeah, and I think. You know what? Like yeah, and it's like, oh, 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 I just take it to that level. Oh, take it to that next level. Yeah, you know, it's like, oh, oh, I can go higher. Oh, the lower. You know, and. And it's just, well, you know, come on with a voice like this, you know, I, you have to spread it to the people, yeah, I like, think, you know. Otherwise, and, like, something yeah. wrong not to give it to them. Yeah, I, thank Great. you, I'm, I, I feel that. Man. Yeah, you know, this has been such a good night, I'm, I'm going to turn in, I'm, I'm going upstairs to get some rest for 11 o'clock, we'll come around very, very quick, and... Hasta mañana, Miami. Abuelo Seno Doris. That's Sigma. you. I, I think you need to practice your doggish yeah, a bit more. It's, uh, it's yeah, really not, not that bueno. Uh, yeah. But you know, I, I appreciate the effort. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Sleep well. Yes. My new companion. Thank Wait. you. Thank you. Hasta mañana. Uh, Sam, what, what were you going to ask or, or say? Yeah, if I have a moment, I'd like to kind of go through my notes on what I have about the Claw and their various operatives and my yeah. relationship to them. Cool. Um, so, uh, in are you looking for something in particular as you sift back through, or is it is this just a general, like, a reminder for yourself? This is both a reminder and just seeing if I can piece together whether or not they are more Robin Hood types, or if they are using this situation to pivot it back to themselves and profit 
uh, in their own way by exploiting the situation? It's a great question. So in terms of your knowledge, having lived in downtown and being a resident of the People's Republic at this point, you know that um, R&R would know very much so that basically from downtown to the end of the island into deep downtown all the way to the end of the People's Republic is the Don's territory. Imperials do operate down here. There's much fewer guards though, and it is much more of like a community-based area. Like, it's one of those ones where, you know, um, the community, though they, you know, like, like the situation, it's the lesser evil. They either side with the Imperials who are oppressing them, or they take, you know, protection from someone who is, you know, doing uh, some illegal things within the city, um, but, you know, is willing to protect the little guy. So, for example, you know um, the store at which you operate out of, you know that the uh, the owner of that store, um, your friend, um, you know that she has an accord with the Don's people that no one will mess with uh, their store um, as long as, and, and this, is, this is all that she's told you is that when the dawn asks, when the day finally come and the dawn asks, that the people answer his call. That is all so, he asks people to promise. So it's not like weekly extortion where they come in like, hey, the dawn's looking for his payment, you know what I'm saying? Just slide across the counter. More like just a kind of general favor thing, like Luca Brasi style in The Godfather. It's, it's, it's more of a case of the dawn basically yes in of the sense of he basically goes you know you look you turn a blind eye to some of the stuff we're doing okay. you know you, okay you, if if the guards are chasing you know some of my people in downtown you inhibit in ways that you can without putting yourself in any danger you know but the main thing that he wants from people is the promise that when the call is made that the people will answer that call. Okay. That is his okay. main thing that he asks of people when he offers his protection. All right, cool. Then Arnar is still a little suspicious just because that's his personality, but that that is a little, that's a bit of a relief to know. Cool. So yeah. Amazing. Sorry if that was boring for podcasting. Yeah. I don't know, I just had to no. know. No, I think, no, it's great. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, it's a bit of a bit of Um and, and Toad, now you living in the, in, Public, you would also know all of that information as well. You, you'd know a, a good proportion of that um, as well. Um, so finally, we're left with Arnar and Rom, last two um, in the in in the tavern. As uh, as Blanco is headed up, and and uh, and Olfer is kind of walked up the first couple, tripped on the fourth step, banged his knee, and they're like, ah, ah, shit. And then you like kind of like hobbled up the last couple of stairs. Um, but yeah, you guys are left, just the two of you. Do you know the time? Actually, wait. What is the time on this watch? Uh, uh, I was up at the end, to be honest. Yeah, I, I was like... Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. What's, what's, the what's the time? It's probably, at this point, nearing um, nearing around 2-ish. Two, 2-ish? Yeah, 2am. Yeah. Kind of should head to bed. Might power down soon. Not that uh, mm. I don't appreciate the company on enough. I see. Yes. I should also probably get some sleep and ruminate upon various cases that I have now taken on for some reason. So, Rebona? yes, here's my, here's my schedule has docked up quite nicely. But it's been nice meeting you. Yeah, you too. Good work today. Uh, good game of poker. Really enjoyed that. That was really fun. Mm. Um, yeah. Nice to you. Yeah. So, 
as you guys kind of make your way off to I'll sleep. Just power down in, in like, literally in, in the spot. I like. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, awesome. Um, Ron powers down and turns that beautiful purple color that you that you turn when when you power down. Um, and uh, and Arnar, uh, Arnar, are you watching him power down? She's going <laughs> and, uh, and and taking some notes. Interesting. They <laughs> could possibly use this for an infiltration. Uh, then goes to bed. <laughs> Amazing. Um, takes a little note of that. And as you guys all fall into REM sleep. Or ROM sleep. Or ROM sleep, yeah. Um, your minds are pulled and sucked through space and time until suddenly you guys all snap. And as you blink your eyes, the light kind of adjusts, your eyes adjusting to the light, you now see that you are sat in a lecture hall. And as you look to your left, and as you look to your right, you can see that there are people um, filling the pews of seats that ascend upwards in like stadium style. Um, and down at the front is a large oak desk with no chair behind it. Uh, resting on the desk is a black cat with a little white strip on its chin, just purring calmly, and its tail is just kind of whipping like this in the air as it does. On the back wall, uh, sorry, on the front wall in front of you, uh, you can see there's a giant blackboard that spans from one side to another, um, and written on the blackboard is guest speaker, Garmer, author of the NPC encyclopedia, TM. And then, and you can see bent over the desk at the front is a gentleman and he's kind of stood uh, looking at something um, as he does. Um, you can basically see that he is tall and he's wearing layers of elegant robes um, that have been um, kind of like folded and wrapped around uh, each other. And, uh, and so this gentleman uh, is kind of like flipping through a book for a second um, and then stops. As he stops, he looks up at the group uh, and at the rest of you. And you can see uh, that his face is, uh, he has a little soul patch, uh, just a little soul patch here, and his hair is kind of slicked back. Uh, you can see around his neck is some sort of ivory hook necklace. Um, and uh, he kind of looks up for a moment, he goes, Hello everyone, you can call me Gaumer, and Supreme Wizard Sula possessed me to speak with you today about ornamentsy. So before we get started, who could tell me what Onomancy is? Anyone? Anyone? <laughs> Sulo's really letting the curriculum slip these days. Alright, let's start at the beginning. Onomancy is magic that utilizes a true name as the nexus of their casting. Now, true names have been hotly debated for as long as magic has existed. Uh, do not start a conversation with Sulo. Not going to end well for you. And in my opinion, it has gotten incredibly complicated. So let's think of it in the simplest way possible. A true name is a name that the soul responds to. I mean, consider that we're all born and immediately given a name. We didn't choose it. We had no say in the matter. And most of the time, it's not even picked with us in mind. Though many of us come to appreciate and respect our true names, or our names, given names anyway. 
plenty of people, that's not the case. They resent it. They feel it is incomplete, incorrect. And that is the most key point of a true name. A true name can never be given. It can only be self-actualized. Now, sure, over time, if a person changes, their true name may change as well. But it is always up to them. It is their personal name. And there is something powerful in something so personal. Now, being able to use a true name correctly, you're not speaking to the person anymore. You're speaking directly to their soul. And the soul will listen. It's not often it gets spoken to in such a direct manner. If you say nice things, you can bolster it, empower it, strengthen it. If you say hurtful, mean things, you can weaken it, diminish it. And if you can charm it, if you can shift its perspective, you can alter how that person thinks and feels. Like that. I mean, for the love of the gods, I made a spell that could teleport someone regardless of location or temporal space directly to me for a short period. And realistically, what is that? A few words and a few flicks of the wrist. As he says this, you hear a bell ring. As it rings, and he looks to the door for a second, you hear other doors outside of the lecture hall that you're in begin opening, and a kerfuffle and noise kind of happening as loads of footsteps begin going. He goes, ah, uh, I suppose uh, that's the end of our time today. I, I, I hope you all enjoyed this, uh, this lecture today about true names. It's been a pleasure talking to you. And as he's saying this, people are like getting up and beginning to leave and like taking no kind of notice. Um, everyone is beginning to uh, move down the side. And as you stand up, you look down at your hands. You can see they're very similar to the hands at which you saw last time you were dreaming. Though they seem less wrinkly, more young. And as you look to the arms, you can see on the left hand a small splotch of skin that is not like uh, the olivey color that the hands are, but is solid black, just peeking out from under um, the robe that you are wearing. And as you get up and collect your books and make your way down with the flow of people, you can see the gentleman at the front, Garmer, says, uh, if anyone has any questions, please feel free to stay behind and ask. And uh, he's saying that as people are kind of like walking out. And you kind of make your way down, being a little bit more slow and apprehensive as you do. And as you get to the bottom of the stairs, you turn and the last kind of people walk out. And it's just you and him. And suddenly, a voice that you've heard before, though less raspy and less hard, comes out of your mouth. And it says, I have some questions, specifically about the spell that you talked about at the end. Is that something that you could reverse? And with that, the gentleman behind the desk steps out and round and he goes, my boy, if you're interested, this is only just the beginning. And with that, you guys are sucked back from the body out and you appear back in your individual bodies as you all awake the next day in various places that you fell asleep on Lacrimon. And that is where we are going to take our break um, today, guys. Waffles and eggs. Ah. Damn. That was good. Amazing. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, I've got so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you so much for watching this episode of The Skyrim. We really hope you enjoyed the team's festivities and drinking games, as well as also them experiencing another one of those strange dreams. What do they mean? Who knows? Keep watching as next episode our players travel towards the People's Republic, the biggest city in the Skyrim, to begin their journey as water runners. And as always, guys, if you enjoy the show, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, whatever your preferred platform is. Um, and furthermore, if you want to join our ever-growing uh, community, we have our Discord channel in the description as well. Um, there's just a link down there, so give that a click. You can get early content, uh, art from the show, um, as well as also behind-the-scenes footage, amazing stuff like that. Also, if you happen to like MMA, we have a little community in there for that as well. So, um, thank you so much again, and uh, we'll catch you guys in the next one. See you then. Bye.